millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. New news, and much of this comes from that outbreak in Barnstable County, uh, Massachusetts, <laughs> is that vaccinated people are capable of getting the virus. They might be contagious. It is prudent uh, to put on a mask, even if you're vaccinated, just in case. Barnstable County. Landlords, some of them are small business people. These are not all just Jared Kushner slumlord types. Fellas, if you ain't sucking in the parking lot, put your cell phone on. Let's be real about this shit. Yeah, keep it Real. Context is everything. Obviously, it didn't strike people as beyond the pale at the time. Young people have to stop flattering themselves that they're Nostradamus and would have foreseen, had they been around then, everything that's unacceptable now. Everyone, there's something I need to tell you. The princess who came to your ball tonight was me. <laughs> Oh, we'll get to that, Alice. That I don't is, know what that is. Oh, that. you are missing quite a lot. You've been gone, Alice. I have. I have returned. Welcome back to Thirth, as you would say. <laughs> Alice Shattuck <laughs> makes contractions out of Thirth. many words. <laughs> Thirth is one of them. Welcome back to the Earth. How you look beautiful. I saved the day. I, I said you look beautiful. You, My pleasure. Thank you. My I pleasure. almost didn't make it back here, though. Ugh. Wow! What happened? <laughs> I'm in big trouble with Tom for daring to allow the car to break down on the highway halfway back here. Car overheated twice. Uh, was overheating a thing? Did we know about this? I mean, I knew about it because I talked to the mechanic about yeah, what's but why didn't, the car. Why wouldn't I know that a car overheats? I don't know. And But you took a long jaunt to northern New England. Indeed, I did. Oh, I just wish the damn thing would seize and we can get rid of that piece of crap this is and a then really get rid bad of the other time. piece of crap. It's a really bad time to buy a car. I think we should wait a little bit. Well, it's a good bit. time to sell a used car, isn't it? Not that used. Does anybody want a burnt, <laughs> orange, overheating piece of crap Dodge Caravan? We've got one for you. <laughs> 
Well, I saved the My day. My undisclosed named friend was here yesterday. Uh, until You this, had two friends here Yes, yesterday. exactly. Both of those people who did something that I do not endorse and I condemn, by the way. Alice, uh-huh. you know what it was. I don't think we should even we shouldn't say even that aloud. Correct. Well, I, I was not part of it. I was not part of it. Good. Um, they celebrated the performing arts, I would say, is what they did. And I was not part of that party who was doing that, thankfully. Uh, and and anyway, he had my one of my friends who stayed here because uh-huh. uh, the boys had uh, the Sunday Saturdays are for the boys. You know, I just made that up. And the boys were over since you guys, since my family was away, had abandoned me. Uh-huh. And he has a he's selling a big pickup truck, big beautiful pickup truck with all sorts of doors and stuff. I don't. I'm done with the car sucking. Now the second car has no AC, which is fantastic. I'm a fat guy in a. Is it blowing? S- and it's just not cold. It's not blowing. It's not blowing. Yeah, it's not blowing. Um. So yes. So that is uh, that is um. Yes, I'm a fat guy in a undersized car with no AC. Now it's all the thing. Perfect <laughs> things are coming maybe together. Maybe I'll lose weight then. Well, maybe more people will now check on me as but I'm anyway, driving at, at red lights. So I. Through texting with our mechanic, who's probably listening to this show, who's awesome, I added water to the radiator into the you overflow can, tank. You can and give I, him a plug. Um, Cornerstone Motors in mm-hmm. Grove Land, Massachusetts. And um, then I got the car back running again and not overheating after two stops of it overheating. Mm-hmm. And um, then I called Tom all happy because I fixed the car and I wasn't going to have to have him come pick us up in the middle of New Hampshire on the side of the highway and get the car towed by AAA. So I considered that a big victory and I was pleased and I was yelled at. Uh, no, you were not yelled at. I was angry and yelling at the circumstances, Alice, because... I can't start the show, which is going to change, by the way, without you. Mm -hmm. So whatever you've got going on, I have to wait. So the show can't start without you. So I'm just sitting here, you know, doing paint by numbers, essentially. And it's a a total, it's it's a tragedy that when you're held off by something that the show can't be started. I'm going to have to start starting the show. I guess so. But it's a I, was, I was pleased that I saved the day. You did technically save the day. And then, Imagine and then, if you started but, but, the show but, 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 and then I called you to come pick us up. And then what happened, Alice? You know what? This goes to show you. The house is nice and clean and tranquil and peace and quiet. I had every day I had while I was here alone, I had a system. I had enough waters. I didn't have little uh, gremlins and Jawas stealing my my seltzers or anything mm-hmm. by the way they better know not to touch those seltzers on there okay. it was wonderful perfect peace and quiet tranquility i've fed the chickens update on that a little bit later um and all sorts of things in the moment you and your kids arrive today our two dogs bolt across the street and attack through a hole in somebody's fence and get in a fight with some other guys do- with our day neighbor's dogs this neighborhood we had never formally met. And because we're the Shattucks, our first formal meeting was 25 minutes ago where we had to go and ask if our, their dogs were injured because our jerks ran across the street. Thank God didn't get hit by cars. Thank goodness they're okay. They tried to get hit by cars while I was stopped on the side of the well, highway, too. Alice, no, no, your story is fine. You got your <laughs> out of place for your story. 
But so so that's the see the chaos you rained on me immediately. <laughs> now I'm doing diplomatic missions across the street to the guy I've never met. How come the dogs wife. are extensions of me? And the dogs, all <laughs> dogs and kids are under your uh, auspices, Alice. All dogs and kids, everything yes. they do is my fault. Exactly. So, but we need to get the um, training collar back for Pepper, <laughs> Alice. Okay. So that she might be dissuaded in a stark manner okay. from going over there. So that's so that's it. That's it. They, they were, were the the Shattuck household is, is crazy once again. I couldn't mow the lawn. There was an issue with the. I also need when you're not around. I need another real man here. When you're <laughs> when you leave, Alice. All I have no men around. What so does I couldn't this fix, say? I couldn't fix the lawnmower when you were gone because I couldn't get the belt thing on the thing. So when you when you leave me from now on, I need- I had to call. Yes, this is also true. While I was quote unquote on vacation with four kids and two dogs by myself, doing all the stuff with them and fixing cars and everything, I have Tom calling me in a panic because the belt came off the lawnmower, and I have to from the trip. Uh, it's call- a riding mower. It's it's a Husqvarna. Call the small engine mechanic mm-hmm. guy to come fix your riding mower for you because you can't do it and you can't also talk to him i have to I be can't, the as a man have him know that <laughs> i can't fix the belt on the thing that's right there it's the thing it's the belt that lifts up the blades and what yeah well <sighs> so yes for now when you leave you have to assign a designated real man to be at my beck and call if i <laughs> should i need one Okay, well, or I'll just communicate with the mechanic for you and pretend like I'm there and can't, can't handle it myself. So, All right, thank you. Uh, it, should we get to, uh, on today's, tonight's a, we've only got, this is, tonight's a um, Patreon show too afterwards. Right, so should we, is. I do think still that we should, we should break news here on this show as well is, uh, do, do we start off with the, with what we believe is a tragedy? Oh, you didn't get go see, did you, down near the... I didn't go see it. Okay. You can start us off. Okay. It, it appears as though there was a chicken-related homicide uh, on the ground, certainly signs of his struggle, and we believe that little Jerry Callahan may be no more, unfortunately, which was my favorite chicken of my life, the only chicken that I really loved... <laughs> who had survived a couple of other attacks, but there are feathers all the way down there in parts of our lawn. And there are, I don't know what he tussled with, but it seemed, it it kind of feels like something, I mean, because like, a, a, could a hawk carry him off? Yeah. So maybe it was a hawk, but man, it was tough. So Jerry is missing. I, I don't have a good feeling. And that sucks because I like that chicken. He had personality and he was cool. He would follow me around. And, I mean, that's life in the big country. You know, I've got friends even down in Melrose who have chickens, and they've she's had all of hers get waxed by hawks. This is a, mm-hmm. it is a good, it is a good time to be a hawk. Although I do see them get harassed constantly by smaller birds. The poor hmm. guys. Uh, so little Jerry Callahan is, is missing, Alice. Um, and, I don't know. I haven't 100% given up hope because... Jerry has been attacked by hawks before, and we thought was gone forever, and reemerged, mangled. But Alice, okay. it's as if somebody like emptied a pillow. Uh, <laughs> I've never seen so much. Is there any blood? Uh, there could be. I'm not. I just don't. I only want to get so close. Once again, 
This is where I need a designated real man to be around, or you. Uh, I don't know. So L, uh, LGC is is missing. If he has gone and perished and has shed his little motor coil, coil, then we will celebrate him forever, Alice. It was a great chicken in my buddy, little LGC. Don't get sad. It's okay. You look lovely, Alice. It's great to have you, you back. Honey. So, she'll, so, oh, by the way, awesome podcast with um, Bethany Mandel. Oh, thank you. I thought you. that was kick-ass in some, some of the stuff that she said about not even wanting her kids to really consort with kids of parents who are deranged enough to torture them with masks, etc. Mm-hmm. And she used the term, uh, she didn't want her kids to be influenced by the byproducts of hysteria. I thought, wow, what a brilliant, she should write a column called and title of that. I thought that was brilliant. She doesn't already get enough hate online. So. Oh, I know. Oh, she's already. <laughs> I don't know why. She just riles people up somehow. Uh, you know, what's funny. I was like reading through their podcast reviews, too. So they have a podcast on Ricochet. She's one of the editors of Ricochet. Um, they have a podcast on there called the Lady Brains Podcast. And mm-hmm. it's like her and Mary Catherine Ham and Anzanotti and a bunch of people. I forget. Maybe Lindsay Fifield. I forget. Anyway, so they're on this it's all women on this podcast, the Lady Brains podcast. And I was looking through the reviews, and apparently on one of their shows, they dissed pipples and said there shouldn't be pipples. Oh. And they have like a slew of one star reviews one star, one star, bigoted against dogs and all this stuff. You know nothing about dogs. You're uneducated. You're mi- spreading misinformation about pipples and blah, blah, blah. So they got like hate for that too. But yeah, she manages to always like attract this kind of like angry well, internet it, behavior. But the pipples is a good one because that will really get people coming after you. I just got a, a social media uh, message on on Facebook from somebody telling me to get educated about pitbulls because I was going to talk about it last week. I had it on on TIC on the terrestrial radio station, mm-hmm. and uh, I had it in the intro, so people were ready to, to, oh, yeah. to fight. But I never got to the story because there was all the breaking COVID news, etc. But um, yeah, there. I'm. St- you know, we got enough things to talk. We'll talk about the pit bulls some other place. You know where I am on the pit bulls. I'm sure you're. I'm sure Bella is very sweet and wouldn't hurt a fly and was there, um, and slept in the bed with your two year old and everything was great. That's fine. The problem is that uh, other Bellas, other places, uh, unfortunately, little kids walk into their invisible kill zone and then their lives are destroyed. So that's why we don't like those little monsters. But that's fine. I like yours. Okay, if you're listening and you have one and you're upset right now and pissed off, I like yours. Yours gets to live. Okay. <laughs> <sighs> Uh, okay, so let's start right now, Alice. Uh, I know that I thought of Bethany Mandel because I know that like you're you're all COVID out and you don't want to talk about it anymore. But we kind of have to uh, a little bit, it, just News a little bit from locally from Barnstable County. Barnstable County. That's yeah. That's Francis Collins, who's the director of the NIH, who's technically Fauci's boss, um, and he was on with Jake Tapper today. So. Let's just, I just have a few cuts to go through here just to glean what he's talking about. And I do want to talk about that and make a, a point about that Barnes table as well. And we <laughs> will in one moment. But the facts remain the same is that health officials, mm-hmm. they know that they're telling unvaccinated people to wear masks and they know there's not a whole lot of reason to tell them to do it. They know there isn't. So Tapper uh, first asks him about that stuff. Are the vaccines working? What's the deal with the masks? Do most vaccinated Americans need to wear masks indoors in order to protect themselves and other vaccinated Americans? Now, so Tapper, 
because he sucks. Now, as of today, I am totally done with him forever. Not only is he a part of the Democratic PR team, but he, in this question, gives Collins an out. Let's listen to it again. He embeds an out, an escape clause in the question. Do most vaccinated Americans need to wear masks indoors in order to protect themselves and other vaccinated Americans? Or is this primarily about protecting unvaccinated Americans, including children under 12 or people who are refusing to get vaccinated? It's mostly about protecting the unvaccinated. Thanks, That's Jake. where the real serious risks of illness are. If you're vaccinated right now, your likelihood of getting severely sick is 25-fold reduced. Uh, you gave some numbers right before this segment, Jake, about that. The vaccines work extremely well. So don't give him the multiple choice question, Jake. So ask him if it's mostly about helping people who aren't vaccinated, to what extent is it for helping the vaccinated and how at risk are these people? Because they're not at risk. They're barely at risk. And this guy, and this is why Tapper sucks, I'm sorry. Here we go. We'll, okay, we'll get to the Barnes table part. The new news, and much of this comes from that outbreak in Barnstable County, uh, Massachusetts. So to me, this is not only, this is not a gaffe. This is a guy who is ignorant to what happens in that particular part of Barnes Table County. <laughs> well, right. Just to start off, if you don't know how to say the name of the place, the chances that you know anything about things going on there are slim. I totally believe that. And actually, Ben Shapiro also said Barnes Table County. And he went to college in Boston. So you think he would know a little something about Barnes Table County. <laughs> but apparently he doesn't. And, that, and that's fine. But this guy, if you're going to, what this tells you, he's got no familiar familiarity with the Cape and what culturally happens on the Cape and the demographics. Right. And the it's not just in Barnes Table County. It's in the very tip end of Cape Cod. It's a very, uh, it's a very small, compact area at mm-hmm. a time when, um, I don't know if it was technically Bear Week, but... It, it was, might as well uh, have been. Like, there was but, a but, whole thing. It was like but, the week of the 4th was like there was some other name for it, like Twink right. Week or something. Okay. And then it was so you, Bear Week the week okay. after. So you're getting what we're saying. It, 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 generally, uh, it, it, the weather was terrible on July 4th, mm-hmm. so everybody went inside. And, and when we say inside, we mean tiny, pokey, New England, super cute, but uh, small and not well-ventilated spaces. Sure, and just packed bars around, mm-hmm. right? And so, and so, in this part of Barnes Table, it is. Uh, it tends to be. Uh, I would say that it tends to be um, intimate, in one well, way or another. Let's just start off with the, the, this is a purely scientific fact that of the people infected in the outbreak in Barnes Table, uh, 85% of the people infected were men. Okay, which is not, that does not match the general <laughs> demographics of the county as a whole. Right. So we are not talking about an outbreak in the general population, we are talking about an outbreak in a specific social subgroup of the population that happened to be in that area, being very intimate with each other over that short period of time. Right. And that doesn't... So all we're saying is 
And I have been to, and if you're not from Massachusetts, the, what we're saying here is it's called Barnstable. You'd know that if you were from here. Yeah, it's Barnstable. But, and I have been there, and I've enjoyed it, and it's wonderful and fun. Uh, and and uh, P-Town is a wonderful, fun place. But absolutely, people were uh, probably packed in a little more than usual. And it's atypical behavior. So to suggest that that's, you can, that, that can be overlaid onto uh, other parts of the country, not really. Maybe a couple other parts, but it's not typical. It's not typical. And it's also, I mean, I saw several epidemiologists saying this on Twitter, saying essentially like kissing is one of the best possible ways to spread an upper respiratory virus. Mm -hmm. So we don't even have to be talking about like anything crazy here. But I mean, this is an area where there are a lot of men getting together to have a good time together and probably a lot of them made out with a lot of people. And like, what's interesting, though, is that I still even from the facts on the ground here, I still I mean, you say, like, I don't think this is applicable to the country as a whole, which I think is true in and of itself. But I also think that even if it were applicable, nothing that happened here makes me worried about the efficacy of the vaccine at all. There's still not really any evidence that vaccinated people were significantly spreading the virus. There's evidence that vaccinated people got the virus, which you would expect. There's evidence that some vaccinated people got pretty ill. There were, I think, five or seven people that ended up in the hospital, most of whom uh, had pre-existing conditions. Um, and, um, oh, Pepper disconnected your camera because, of course, she did. Um, but most of them had pre-existing conditions, the people that ended up in the hospital. And I'm, I'm not concerned from what happened here that the vaccine doesn't work. You know, but the the CDC spent a week telling everybody based on Barnstable County that mm -hmm. the vaccine doesn't work and that they're in some kind of danger and that vaccinated people should now wear masks. But I think it's very revealing what Rochelle Walensky said. Uh, what <sighs> happened? Pepper. Now, did Idiot. I lose sound? I lost sound. Did, you, did she un unplug it? So go ahead. Do, do what you need to do there. Pepper. Great. You're batting a thousand today, Pepper. Well done. Uh, here, I'll play the cut again. This is uh, this is the Barnes table cut with the the National Institutes of Health Director Francis Collins. The new news, and much of this comes from that outbreak in Barnstable County, uh, Massachusetts, is that vaccinated people are capable of getting the virus in their nose and throat, and they do seem to have high enough levels of virus that they might be contained. By the way, also the term they do seem to have. What's seeming to have? I don't like that as a medical term. They do seem to have. Contagious, and hence the reason if you're in a community where this virus is spreading, which is about 75% of counties right now, it is prudent uh, to put on a mask, even if you're vaccinated, just in case. Just in case. I also don't like that word. It's prudent. It seems like just in case. These words diminish um, I believe the credibility of what he says, and or um, the the um, the certainty of h h what he's saying overall. Just in case, well, no, no, no. We didn't sign up for just in case. Uh, you might be somebody who's currently spreading it, and you don't want to do that to kids under twelve or to some of those other folks who remain unvaccinated. It's just good common sense. I don't like that either. I don't like that. It's just good common sense, just in case. No, it's not. It's not. This is not. This is why 
you don't. This is why you should table. And Tapper's not there, of course, to ask him any follow up questions or to stop him and say, "What does that mean exactly?" You know mm-hmm. exactly what is it? No, but th- it makes good common sense just in case. You know, it could. There's some uncertainty. Like, well, no. but Rochelle Walensky kind of let slip exactly what happened here earlier this week when I think it was this weekend maybe um, when she said uh, essentially like what happened is is that we let the vaccinated people take off their masks but then everybody took off their masks great job great job excellent work Um, anybody announcement (laughs) Cyril peed in the potty congratulations there you go Um, good job Excellent. Now all the Excellent. podcast listeners Anybody else know have too. Anything? <laughs> How's everybody else's uh, for those of you urinary who... functions and um, <laughs> for excretions? Those you... I should know about that the listeners would need to know. Yes, it's a cobra. Yes, Sally can get you a water downstairs yeah, we, though. We do have lemonade though. Good. That's perfect. So, do you want to get some lemonade? <laughs> anyway, um, so those of you who enjoy interruptions, today's your day, I guess, uh, for interruptions, but. Um, so she said, like, well, we let the vaccinated people take off their masks, but then the unvaccinated people took off their masks, too. So now we have to go back to having everybody wear masks, essentially. So it's like they just need to punish everybody because unvaccinated people didn't wear their masks. But, but also, Alice, the contention that there wouldn't be spikes if everybody had just worn their masks is an insanely irresponsible thing to say. Yeah. Because they have now... Made this a virus o- about masks, primarily. This is a mask virus. That's right. It's a ma- mask virus. Mm-hmm. Not only have they made it about the unmasked, saying that that's that's why that's why the spikes, you know, let down our guard. I don't have any reason to believe that's true, because we put our guard up last year a couple of times, and the virus came and killed everybody anyway. The, the, this idea that it is absolutely first and foremost a mask thing. Your life is, it's, that's, that is not a, that's a thing to say if you want to manipulate people and cajole them into using masks for that extra little bit of, mm-hmm. of uh, protection. But that's, this is not, there are plenty of mask people who died. Oh, yeah. I mean, you see these stories all the time where people go, I mean, you could, if you searched on Twitter, you could find probably 20 of them right now of people going, I did everything right, and I washed my hands every time I touched anything and used a gallon of hand sanitizer a week, and I wore three masks and goggles and a face shield and gloves everywhere I went for 18 months, and I still got COVID. So that's why the rest of you need to all wear masks. Like Everybody's going, wait a minute, but if you did all those things and you got COVID, like how does it even compare? So to stop COVID, we just need to do all the things that you did that had you get COVID? Like how does... It just makes no sense. It's just pure witchcraft at this point. It has nothing to do with anything. It's, it, I mean, it's a mental thing for people now. Mm-hmm. We know that masks aren't that effective. Vaccines are pretty effective. But unfortunately, the CDC just went out and totally undermined the vaccines for no reason whatsoever last week. I mean, this P-Town thing is not... It doesn't show that there's anything wrong with the vaccine. It doesn't show that there's any reason for anyone to wear masks. I mean, it's absolutely... The most ridiculous thing. But the, but this was the problem, is that the cases were starting to go up because the thing is seasonal and it, you're going to have cases go up even though the deaths are staying low. And 
the CDC just wanted an excuse to tell everybody to get back in masks. So they found an outbreak that they could use as an excuse where a bunch of vaccinated people tested positive. And now they're doing that. So but I, I just hope that they and they won't. But I hope that they someday acknowledge the damage that they did to their messaging because there are a whole bunch of people now who absolutely are not going to get the vaccine because they did this. Listen, so. dumb cough. Just stay right there. <laughs> Pepper, want to pull out any more wires today? Um, All right. Back to Tapia and Collins. Don't you hit a wire, Pepper. Some experts fear that this new mass guidance could actually give the impression that the vaccines don't work. To be yes. clear, as we've been saying on this show for months, the vaccines work. The vaccines work. But do you worry that these misunderstandings might actually end up discouraging people from getting the vaccine? I do worry that some superficial interpretation of this might lead to that conclusion, which would be absolutely wrong, uh, Jake. I don't like this guy's attitude. (laughs) I do worry. Yeah. I I do worry people might be too (laughs) dumb to understand what I'm trying to tell them. It's possible that when we lie and say stupid things to people, they might uh, get the wrong impression. But that's been the M.O. this entire time. They just lie and lie and lie and lie and lie, exaggerate, (laughs) tell untruths the whole time, from the beginning. And inconsistencies, Alice, including this morning by Collins. If I'm fully vaccinated and I'm in a room full of other people, all of whom are fully vaccinated... I assume it's pretty unlikely that any vaccinated individual in that room would A, have COVID in the first place, and B, spread it to another fully vaccinated person in that room. That would be two breakthrough infections. Uh, And then, of course, the concern is that that second person passes it on. What are the odds of that happening? And can vaccinated Americans be around other vaccinated people without masks? So he asked, what are the odds of that happening? I would say low. Okay, he asked what the what the odds are of that happening. That's the kind of thing that somebody from the National Institutes of Health should know. The odds probably depends on what the total number of people in that crowded probably depends space are. But you make a really good point. If you're talking about a small party like I might have at my house for six or eight people who are all fully vaccinated, I do not believe at this point we need to put masks on to be next to each other. Wait, wait, wait a second. I thought that that we can give each other the virus. The six to eight people. No? The it- likelihood that an asymptomatic vaccinated person is going to have enough virus in their system to give it to somebody else is absurdly low. When they're talking about when they've tested and it's possible that they could spread, they're talking about the amount of virus in the system of people who are sim- it's symptomatic, people who are hospitalized. They compared the hospitalized um vaccinated people to the hospitalized unvaccinated people so we're already talking about people who were already pretty sick from the virus and they have enough virus in their system that it's possible they could spread it what we don't know is if asymptomatic people have enough virus in their system and that is probably not the case it it would be extremely unusual based on what we know about how vaccines work if that was if if that was the case okay but but uh, even even just more so, just policy-wise now, have we just stepped back from the mask mandate? So now, uh, even if we're in high outbreak areas, mm-hmm. if there's six of you, 
in the house, now you don't have to wear a mask. I would say I don't think you have to wear a mask in a room full of vaccinated people. Okay, but I just found out last week. I don't know what you say. I can't understand that. Mm -hmm. But health officials just told me last week, and especially Friday, that we have to now wear masks. Yeah, because they want unvaccinated people to wear masks. That's what Rochelle Walensky said, is that the, the cases are going up because unvaccinated people are wearing masks. And because they let vaccinated people take the masks off, unvaccinated people took them off, too. Okay, okay, but, so uh, they're lying okay, about I, vaccinated people. But I want to go through the forensics of exactly Once what again, they said. They're I know very they're smart. lying because they always lie. But I want to know from you mm-hmm. exactly what they want. So but, but, but mm-hmm. work with me on this because I want to make sure that we, you and I talked about this all last week. Okay. Last week around Tuesday or so. Somebody said, because there was a worrisome slide that included um, a Barnes table, that now unvaccinated people, we all have to mask up. Yep. And especially in whatever areas that are populated with outbreak, whatever. Okay, yeah. Okay. So that means that we have to mask up when we're inside. The Surgeon General said that he's going to mask up inside with his kids. Mm-hmm. Okay. And he also said vaccinated people should wear masks outside. Okay, so that's so. Okay, so there's that messaging. Now this guy from the NIH, who's Fauci's boss, said that you don't have to wear a mask inside with other vaccinated people. Yeah. So what's happening here is that they are telling they once again are very super smart, and they are deliberately saying things that aren't true because they think it's going to influence behavior in a direction that they want. So they think if they tell vaccinated people to wear masks inside and outside and with their children and with other vaccinated people, they think that will inspire unvaccinated people to wear masks. Okay. but these, so Because but, what but they else, really want is the unvaccinated people to wear masks. Okay, okay. But, but just on the facts, mm-hmm. did this director of the NIH, boss of Fauci, Yep. Did he or did he not contradict um, guidance from two days ago? Yes, he did. Yes. Okay. So the Barnes table effect is no longer operative. It never was. I mean, the whole thing was. No, I understand that. But, but, like, just on the merits of the messaging, how are they so freaking terrible at this? Still, it's inconsistent. So is this his way of saying to Jake, Jake, I understand, you know, wink, wink, we know that if you're vaccinated, you're fine, but this, this <laughs> yeah, is incredible. I think, so. I think it, he's saying like, yeah, I mean, it's fine. So, like, but once again, Alice, I'm going to be on the air tomorrow on WTAC, and the moment I play this, and they hear <laughs> that he has now contradicted himself and gone back on the new groundbreaking stuff, etc., there are people who are anti-vax who uh, believe it's all, they're going to use this as just more evidence that, yeah, mm-hmm. it's all a lie. Yeah. I mean, and there, I mean, I can't even, there's not even any answer anymore from average people because, like Bethany and I talked about on Friday, it's like they've essentially proven everybody who criticized them and called them a bunch of crazy liars right. Like, I don't know why you would ever trust them again. It's, it's nuts. And, I mean, I think that I think that I see a lot of people Some now who might have been on the fence about the vaccine essentially saying, nope, never. I'm never getting it now. 
The pandemic's never going to end. You're never going to let me not wear a mask. You're never going to let us go back to normal. And so why would I do anything that you say? I have one friend that texted me and said, like, at this point, I know that anything they tell me to do, I should take I should do the opposite. These are public health officials lying to us directly. Mm-hmm. And telling one lie one right. day and a totally different lie the next day and expecting us to just completely about face. But what I wonder about, too, is the people who are because we know a lot of these too, the people who are apparently like fine with the message constantly changing. Those are people who are already vaccinated, mm-hmm. and those are people who who are, like we guys talked about, who want to be told what to do. Those are people who are broken, in my opinion. Yeah, but there are people that are like, yeah, see? Well, I had a guy call me. You, I I, 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 you mm-hmm. listened to the call. who yeah. yelled at me and said, we do whatever the CDC tells us, whatever they tell us. Well, okay. What are they telling us? They're telling us, health officials are telling us, to unvaccinated people have to wear a mask, and also unvaccinated people don't have to wear a mask. So pick one. So next time, I guess you should probably ask them if they also never eat runny eggs because the CDC also says to make sure you always fully cook your eggs. Well, I understand that. Ask them if they've ever had a medium rare. But hold on, Alice. The The problem is, is it's the the problem. The right thing to be saying was, the CDC is both telling us not to eat runny eggs, but also suggests that we eat our eggs runny. (laughs) That's what they're doing here. I mean, this is. It's. It. I don't know. If if you I don't know how else you would try get thoroughly convince somebody that you are an absolute two faced clown than do what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Do you think, as a public health measure, it would be good for more businesses to require vaccine credentials uh, in order to have uh, vaccinated customers? Where do you think this is going? Well, I assume. Take a shot. <laughs> so, so, and you're right. It goes exactly where you think, of course. But the problem is this. My problem is that Tapper is one Democrat asking him this question with complete and total faith in what he says as being, mm-hmm. as being a law in the God's word. Unfortunately, other Democrats in the Oval Office are asking health officials the same thing. And they're absolutely saying, you know, whatever you say, since whatever you say is the North Star. As a public health person who wants to see this pandemic end, yes, I think anything we can do uh, to encourage reluctant folks to get vaccinated because they'll want to be part of these public events, uh, that's a good thing. Anything we can do because they'll want to be part of these events, the Mm -hmm. things that make life worth living. That's a good thing. So whatever whatever we can take away from them and deprive them of. Absolutely. Let's let's use it right now to get them to be vaccinated because vaccinations absolutely will eradicate this virus, except that you can still get the virus if you get a vaccination. And also you still have to wear a mask if you get the violation, but you also don't have to get the mask if you get the vaccination either. I'm delighted to see employers like Disney and Walmart uh, coming out and asking their staff now to be vaccinated. Um, I'm glad to see the president has said all federal employees I oversee uh, NIH with 45,000 people uh, need to also get vaccinated. This is just not the ones in unions because those ones don't right. have to he get He does vaccinated. not talk about the teachers. It's all <laughs> that you mentioned. Or the postal or, workers union either. If they're not uh, to get regular testing, which is inconvenient, 
all of those steps, I think, are in the right direction. But I think maybe that's what it will take for some of those who've still been a little reluctant to say, okay, it's time. The data will support that decision. They are making the right choice for their own safety. But sometimes it takes a nudge. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, don't nudge me, sir, please. Can you imagine this guy? Keep your nudges. Oh yeah, all stuff. sorts of. Did he have an erection during that uh, <laughs> during that answer? Oh yes, absolutely. Force them to do. It. Take away the things they love. Let's nudge, nudge all we hate, need to. Absolutely. It's like the people who keep saying. I keep seeing people say this too. We've tried the carrot. It's time for the stick. <laughs> God, <laughs> psychopaths. They've just been waiting to say that too. We've offered you money. We've tried. We've tried to do this the nice way. <laughs> Barnstable County. What a jerk. Although it does sound a lot like, time for your checkup, time for your checkup. Who, by the way, uh, Doc McStuffins, I have much more faith in everything that she says than I do than what these people say. Barnstable County. Time for your ketchup, doesn't it? Checkup. Barnstable County. Barnstable <sighs> County. Couple of things, other things uh, Tapper did, just to show what kind of guy this guy is. He's, he's, he, Tapper is a Democrat PR guy. That's what he does, Democrat mm-hmm. PR. So at one moment, he's got AOC on, and, you know, he's trying to have a back and forth discussion about um, eviction moratorium, this and that, whatever. Mm-hmm. But he can't help but show that he's freaking angry. Landlords, some of them are small business people. They need the money too, to so Absolutely. they can survive. These are not all just Jared Kushner slumlord types, right? Had to because he's angry because the Trumps were mean to him and they lied in office, but not these guys. These this administration doesn't lie. He does it with Susan Collins as well, with uh, on the election stuff. Normally, if you have a select committee, uh, the minor- uh, on the uh, on the Pelosi uh, deal, not letting mm-hmm. Jim Jordan on. Normally, if you have a select committee. Uh, the minority leader and the speaker get to pick the members. Yeah, I mean, the, <clears throat> just to. The reason she did that is because at least two of the members McCarthy picked to be on the committee are election liars, one of whom, Jim Jordan, is possibly even a material witness. He spoke with Trump that day. Election liars, he says. This grown man, supposedly (laughs) still in journalism. They're election liars. Is anybody in particular in any network part of an election liar group uh, that covered the 2016 election, by the way? Is Adam Schiff, who's on that committee... Would he be considered a 2016 election liar or no? Mm-hmm. Or Jamie Raskin is an election I mean, liar? 2016, that's, there's a bunch of 2,000 election liars walking well, around. Right. But 2016, 20, in 2017, Jake Tapper had Carl Bernstein on and a whole panel full of people talking about the uh, dossier and how this was part of the deal that the Russians did so that they could they could flip the election for Trump and then use him because they had the, all this stuff on mm-hmm. him. As fact, right. election I mean, liars. What a dink. He's a moron. There's as much evidence for election fraud as there is for any of this stuff that they believe about all kind, every election where a Republican is ever elected. So it's, I mean, and like I joke about 2000, but like every time this comes up, about the almost a coup on January 6th that didn't happen. Um, I see people in the comments saying that, well, we allowed them to steal an election in 2000 with a judicial coup and all kinds of other... Like, there's really people walking Mm -hmm. around who think that uh, Republicans have been actually stealing elections. So until that... Well, they gerrymander, Alice, which is the thing that only Republicans do, which is can must be uh, stopped the 
districts need to be stu- decided by Democrats nationally mm, and okay. federal folks. Um, <sighs> speaking of the eviction moratorium, by the way, we almost had an insurrection over that, too. Did you see that? I did. I didn't grab that audio. But, but uh, AOC asked people to march on the Capitol. She and Cori Bush were out there. Cori Bush slept on the Capitol steps, and a bunch of regular people came right up on the Capitol steps to to convince Congress to keep the eviction moratorium going. Which, I don't know how at this point it's not just straight-up theft. It, well, it is. Like, there's not a pandemic anymore. Right. I mean... <laughs> so, the whole, like... They've People also said that, 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 that three billion of forty-three billion, whatever, of the money to shore up some of these folks hadn't mm-hmm. been dispersed. Then disperse it, or whatever. I don't know. Is there a federal government that got that money? Then go do your thing. Whatever, whatever. But it's <sighs> it's it's a it's it's also the Democrats can only div- divide. You know, it's always the evil landlords now demand to be paid. It's all right if their lives get destroyed. You know, those people who busted their rear ends to get a piece of property. You know, who have to deal with 3 a.m. phone calls from people who've, uh, you know, whose toaster has set a fire in their apartment. Delta variant is more contagious, threatening to spread faster among the half of the country that remains unvaccinated. Needlessly evicting families would risk escalating our public health crisis. The CDC understood that reality. Everything is public health health crisis. Mm-hmm. Everything is infrastructure. Everything is racism. Everything is climate. When it issued an eviction moratorium in September, the agency was clear, and I want to quote the language they used. Housing stability helps protect health. That's right. <sighs> I'm happy to not have heard a lot from her. She seems to have been... Uh, really kind of minimized, uh, but um, but it's just more divisiveness. It's fine. That's what they do. That's how they operate. That's how mm-hmm. they act. It'll be interesting to see what happens. Landlords getting paid rent is a public health crisis. Yeah, is exactly. my takeaway from that. Exactly. That's exactly. <laughs> it makes total sense. Thank you so much, everybody. As always, we are on Twitter at Burn Barrel Pod. Uh, Facebook.com slash Burn Barrel Podcast. We're also going to continue the show for one more segment over on Patreon.com slash Burn Barrel. If you want to join us over there, you can find us on Patreon. We're also on Locals. We're also on YouTube. That's Tom Shaddock's Burn Barrel over there. Send us an email, Burn Barrel Podcast at gmail.com. Say la vie. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. 
Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.